This episode is brought to you by the YouTube channel Comic Pop. If you enjoy this show, subscribe to youtube.com slash comic pop for even more deep dives into your favorite comics. Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack. I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. This is a show where we take the books in the past week, recap them, review them, let you know what we thought about them, and then give you recommendations for books that are coming out this week we think you should pick up. Uh, we're really going to scale back the amount of books we're going to talk about this week, probably because, what? Nothing. You did it to me again! I always do it. <laughs> I tell you when we're going to go live, I think you're setting them up for yourself. This is like your gimmick. I actually didn't know you were going to go your live. Shtick. I legitimately didn't know. I was like, hang on. Uh-huh. Set this whole thing up. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about Dark Knight's Death Metal number one, which was, of course, written by Scott Snyder with art by Greg Capullo and its implications thereof. I understand you have at least one other book you want to talk about today. Uh, I didn't get a chance to read it. I've just been upside down trying to get everything done. Um, we had a great interview with Dan Apnett. Uh, author, co-author of Annihilation, author of Nova, and of course the current writer on the Valiant series, Rye. Probably didn't know that Rye was a series. It's out. There's five issues. Sixth one comes out in August. If you want that show or that book to continue, you must pre-order it. There is no ifs, ands, or, ups, or, or buts about it. It's the only way that Valiant books will survive is if you pre-order them. <laughs> It's it, that no, it's it's true. I mean, honestly, it's I, it's actually the best. Oh, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. You. I was just gonna say that's the best way for any of your niche books to survive. If you if there's a Morbius book that they're gonna undoubtedly launch in the near future, and you want it to go past six or twelve issues, you must pre-order it. It's just the nature of the beast. You don't pre-buy your tickets. You don't pre-buy your music, but you must pre-buy your comics. And it's I, just because the industry is completely different from all the other disposal media industries. I did pre-buy The Last of Us, too. Yes, you video games. I don't normally, I don't usually support the pre-order, but I wanted the bonus because I knew I was going to stream it. No and that's what. the thing, is that at least you get something for it. You yeah. get some music. Even you get if you didn't like get a special one, if you just pre-ordered it, you got the uh, like the, the ammo. Soundtrack? No, you got the ammo oh, expansion right. and like a crafting tab that like I didn't take advantage of early on. So. But if you want just your comic, just straight up the comic you want to read. You gotta pre-order it. Call your local comic book store today and ask them how to make it happen. They'll be more than happy to explain the process to you. And to hear from you. Oh yeah, no, they'd be like, hello? Who's calling me? Who's What's using me? This? Why do I even have a phone? So yeah, uh, let's jump into them. I, uh, I thought you read a couple of other books. Oh, I did, I did. I guess we could talk about those. Uh, I did read the weekly series from Tom Taylor, Deceased Hope at World's End. This is, of course, just an extension of the previous Deceased series. It is yeah. not part of the Earth 2 whatever. It's not part of the main, like, hey, we're all... It's not part of the sequel. Uh, yeah, but, like, coming out it's shortly. not part of, like, the main plot of, like, hey, we're going off and, like... No, well, let's... Here's the thing. Uh, if you read Deceased, which mm -hmm. most of you did, yeah. uh, I know I did, it was a great book, mm -hmm. and they had this side book that came out. That's right. Was it Unkillables yeah. or something? Yeah. Well, there was also Unkillables. That was another series. See, that's the thing. There's Deceased. There's Deceased, the one with uh, Scott Free and Booster Gold and stuff in it. Yeah. There's the one with... Uh, the villains in it, and that's Unkillables, and then there's Hope at World's End, which is four DC series before you get to the sequel series that's coming out shortly. Deceased is an unstoppable monster, not unlike the anti-life virus that has swept the entire DC universe, or at least that corner of it. Mm. Um, this is, like its predecessors, an expansion slash extension of the Deceased line mm -hmm. and the story that Taylor told 
in that universe. Right. Uh, it's just, it, it's, it features what other characters that Taylor didn't have time to focus on were doing during the, the outbreak. Is this the book that the art isn't great on? No, that was Unkillables. I can't keep up with this. I know. I dug, I, I dug the art on, uh, on DC's at Hope at World's End, though I will say that the art does shift uh, between issues, probably just to get it out on time. Uh, but in both cases, with both artists, it's fine. It's not distracting like it was in Unkillables, okay. which I will say was still a series I enjoyed. Despite the art, I still really enjoyed it. Wow. That's just, actually saying a lot, because yeah. like, art can really make or break a book sometimes. You're not incorrect. So that's that's fantastic. That means that you really just like the story. It's just a like, cool story. I don't story. care. I just want to read the story. Well, and the art isn't... You know what it is? It's not that the art was incorrect it wasn't that it was done by an amateur it just i don't know if it fit the tone of the book or maybe it fit it too well because it was kind of like ugly right 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 right. uh but anyway hope at world's end uh it was funny as i bought issue three which came out this past week i forgot that i bought issue two and didn't read it so i went back and this is how much i enjoy dc's apparently is that i went i was like oh crap i'm not caught up so i went back and read issue two i didn't read strange adventures but i did read the second issue of dc's hope at world's end which again not it's not Shakespeare. It ain't even Alan Moore. It's it's just cool. Okay. And it's not even cool like Aliens is cool, where it's just like, wow, look at that. Look at those people shooting stuff. You know, uh, Alien, different story. Aliens, yeah. cool shooting yeah. stuff. But like, I don't know. Uh, basically, the story is like, what is what were other characters doing at the time? Like Black Adam, of course. Uh, severed the borders of Kondok, the country that he uh, is is the dictator of. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he screws up in a big bad way, uh, which of course you'd expect because he's not in the rest of the series and he's not in the sequel series. Yeah, uh, or at least he won't. He'll, he he. This the thing is that Taylor's like thinking like eight steps ahead of everybody because he's like, when the new Justice League comes back to Earth, they're going to have to fight a bunch of characters that they didn't already kill in the previous series, I need to set that up. So he sets up like Black Adam is going to be right. a problem. Or he'll kill him off in this series and surprises in a new and inventive way. Either way, he explains what... Uh, apparently in an interview, Tom Taylor mentioned that Wally West was his favorite Flash. Okay. Uh, which probably made a lot of people squee in anticipation and excitement. Uh, Wally West gets a front and center story in issue three, in which we see that Wally West uh, has a family and uh, he is wearing that red rebirth costume, but whatever. Sure. And uh, basically he is just trying to do his best and he's like destroying screens. He remembers his family has computers. He destroys all of those, saves them. Uh, Taylor ushers out the entire Flash family, which includes Max Mercury and Bart Allen. Everybody's in this. And it's a bit, it's very much a Flash book. Uh, or at least this issue is. Okay. Where they're like, what are we going to do? Batman calls them. So it's like back when Batman was still alive. He's in the Mr. Freeze right, outfit. Right, right, right. And he's like, go like go into quarantine. I've already called the other speedsters. And Wally's like, I can't do that. Uh, so he goes to quarantine. He tells them what he's going to do. And then they cook up an idea. They're like, because at some point, Wally realizes that there is no safe place. Sure. So he's like, we'll just put them on another Earth. So Wally and Bart in tandem run on a like kind of jury-rigged cosmic treadmill and open a portal to another earth and they're like we're gonna put everyone from central city that didn't get virus but you can't be certain well they check everybody because they're fast and we just take for granted the fact that they're fast but uh they're like we got to be very careful because we can't let the virus go to that world and so they usher everybody over there and uh like of course the horde comes through like not through the portal but through their stronghold uh-huh. and so they got to fight him off max stays behind uh, 
actually, what was it? Bart, like, slows down, gets launched off the treadmill, launched outside. The Horde goes to get him. Max sacrifices himself to save Bart, but not as, not like he gets torn apart, Shaun of the Dead style. More, he gets scratched. He helps the rest of them get to where they need to go. And he's like, I gotta leave. Where are you going to go? Wally's like, where are you going to go? So Wally takes him and he's like, I can't just kill. I can't kill him. Break his legs. Right. Well, he's like, <laughs> I, I can't kill him. I can't. I, I, I don't. I'm not going to kill him. Or rip them off. It doesn't matter. Well, he's still going to turn into a monster. Well, yeah, but you won't be fast. Yeah, that's true. You can just do this. So what Wally ends up doing is uh, he, he sends him into the speed force. That seems like a bad idea. Yeah, but in this, it's more just like he's going like everything kind of washes away and he just becomes part of it. Oh, okay. It's more it's like, like... It's like a transporter. It pulls it's like, out the virus. And well, it's like he sent him to heaven. <laughs> like, he put him into flash heaven. Goodbye. But it, it's, it's a, it was a really, really sweet, lovely issue. It's a cool story. And again, it's just Tom's like, I don't have time. And, like, I can't sell Deceased, the original series, on with Constantine, Wally West, Max Mercury, Black Adam. Like, I, I can sell you on... Batman, Superman, and give a couple of justice moments for uh, for Green sell Arrow. Can't it on Batman anymore. Well, he can. St they can still do yeah. zombie variant covers of Batman yeah. on those books. Plus, now Damien is Batman, so you can still draw Batman. They'll just do all these classic uh, variant covers of Batman books, but he's a zombie instead. They should do that. <laughs> I, here's here's one for free. It's the Nightfall cover, uh -huh. but he's a zombie, and so like Bane's got him hold like he's holding him. And Batman's biting him, and Bane's like, ah! Like, he thought he was going to break his back, but instead, he got bit. I was trying to make the um, Dark Knight Returns one work. Like the... Yeah, like where he's jumping. Silhouette? Yeah, with the lightning. But it's like, bleh. <laughs> <laughs> he's thrillering. Or his leg's falling off or something. Right, I, I mean, I you know. could... That's the easiest, it's cheapest so easy. thing you so, could do. So is just draw that, but his arm is falling off. <laughs> his cape has holes in it. But anyway, so we're going to get into more of that. But before we do, I wanted to mention, of course, that this show is sponsored by viewers like you. If you're watching the show live, thank you so much for joining us live. We are very lucky to, do, to have you here mm -hmm. uh, because comic book reviewing does not pay the bills like you think. No, we just like doing it. We like doing it. We like having the check-in with you. And... It's a way for us to be contemporary and, ref and, and fresh with you every, every week. I have no other way of being contemporary. No, I, I, certainly <laughs> I don't. Look at the way I dress. But, the point, but what, my, my point was, um, you know, there's, there is like a barrier between like what the bigger guys do and what the us do. And comic book reviewing is one of those things where it's like, if you want to become part of the big leagues, you've got to drop the comic reviewing. We're just never going to do that. So we're never going to get there. No. But like, I don't care. I like talking about new books. Yeah. And I don't want to just give them away for free. So uh, in order to pay the bills, we do appreciate your super chats to help us out in some, uh, in some, in some you know. Thank you. In some direct way. Uh, as a result, we're going to read some of your comments and questions here on the show right now. Brian Rollins, my local comic book store in central New Jersey just opened. New York. New York. I'm so used to saying central New Jersey. <laughs> central New York? Isn't it all just one big farm and New York, Manhattan? No. That's like saying that like central Jersey doesn't exist. Right. Well, no, you see, New Jersey's so small that you can break it up. With New York, it's just... It's no, people say it doesn't exist. No, I know. I know they don't. It's North and South Jersey, maybe, but no. There is a clear distinction between North, Central, and South. Yes. Anyway, in Central New York, his comic shop owner said <laughs> he'd better add DC to the pull list if he wants them because they won't have anything but reserves in stock. And that's probably not a outlier. 
No. So if you do want your DC books, DC also severed their relationship with Diamond Distribution when it came to their collectibles. That one I'm shocked by. Me too. But, and that sucks. And of course, they just debuted a like, killer Batman statue. Yes, the McFarlane cover with all the cape. I need it. It's like all the cape. Yeah. But, you uh, thought you had all the cape? No. Yeah. The statue has all the cape. That's where the cape is. It's there. Um, the Family Show, I'm curious on your take as on the Warren Ellis debacle, if you feel like touching on it. Also, I have uh, poor choice of words. Uh, I've brought, uh, I bought nine of the books you have covered. Oh, Thank you. That's nice to know, Family Show. Great. Thank you. Uh, you know, the Warren Ellis thing I will talk about a little bit. And I'm going to let wanna... you do it because I haven't really read up on it and I don't want to... Yeah, more I or really less... I had hearsay, essentially. All I will comment on is that uh, I read Warren Ellis' statement on the subject, and if you want to know more about it, don't come here. Go just Google it. Uh, but Warren Ellis wrote, like, a little statement mm -hmm. about it and kind of, like, acknowledging it and apologizing for his behavior. And I will say it's some of the worst writing of his entire career. Thank you very much for the for uh, for letting us know that the those that we helped you pick up some books. That's that means yeah, a lot. Yeah, that that honestly does mean a lot. And we love hearing that. Uh, Pricey Eddie Forty just popping in really quick to share a cool fact. I just learned Kevin Conroy is gay. Uh, just thought it was really cool. Yeah, no, he is. I didn't know that, but it also doesn't surprise me. No, I don't know. like I don't know. Yeah, no, I I found out uh, years ago, and I was like, right on. Doesn't change a thing. No, no. Um. But, uh, yeah, no, he, and he, and he kind of suggested it during the, the Keystone Comic-Con panel. So. I think I was so just, just watching just... you, like... <laughs> oh, I meant just watching Conroy oh, talk. well, yeah, but also you were emceeing, so I was like, <laughs> look what's happening right now! Yeah. I literally, other than the joke yes. you made... Oh, thank you. I don't remember much of what he said at the panel. I he, was so yeah. enamored with what was happening. He, he was, yeah. Like, I got to share a stage I, with Batman. It's yeah, like, I, but like that's what I, I... I remember that. I remember the tea joke. Right, thank you. That's it. Yeah. And the music that wouldn't end. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> at the beginning of that panel. Yes. Uh, yeah, but he's still my Batman. I was oh, yeah. reading something recently. Was it his tweet? No, 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 no. I mean like literally reading... It was... It was Strange. Oh, Strange Adventures. Yeah, yeah, Strange Adventures. Where like he's in it, and like I read it in his voice. Yeah, absolutely. I can't help it. Like I just hear it. No, he uh, he tweeted the other day. He was like, you know, Adam West was my Batman. Like when I grew up. Yeah. Adam West was my Batman, and I was like, well, you were our Batman. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely <laughs> true. I mean, it does help that I just played Arkham Knight. Oh yeah. So it's like fresh in my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, he's really good in that. Mm -hmm. But I gotta tell you, Hamill. Oh yeah, it's really, it's really swinging from the fences. Right there. It's fantastic. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And also, the guy who plays Cash. Yeah, love, he's great. I love Cash. I think he was in the last one. I love Cash in this world. I like him. Don't too. Don't ruin him. If you make any more of these games, leave. <laughs> well, Cash. just put him in the comics. Hashtag I don't know if he's leave in Cash it. alone. Yeah, he's, justice for Cash. <laughs> he's so great. He's cool. Uh, Delapo Fiemi says, "Why doesn't Marvel do like DC and make animated movies like House or Powers of X to get people interested in comics or something?" Would go. Would be a great move. I agree with you, Delapo. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to make a guess, and then you can totally shoot me please, down. Yeah. But now it has to do with the House of Mouse and like what their plans might be for future things, and they may not want to commit. Yeah, I could... I, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I, yeah. I think you're I think you're onto something, because I think, like, here's the thing. If they have, like, a Guardians cartoon... When they had the Guardians cartoon, I'm sure they were like, eh. Like, I know that... Um, there's weird embargoes that they that each of the companies have on themselves. Mm -hmm. Like, as long as the Teen Titans cartoon was on, the one that you enjoy, uh, Robin could never appear on Justice League Unlimited. 
And that's okay, because I loved him over there. Oh, I know, but, like, they could never do it. I, I don't care. But, like, they did weird self-imposed restrictions, and I, I can know. imagine that Disney does the same thing, where it's like, Probably. if there is a Spider-Man cartoon show on Disney XD, we will not be making any Spider-Man animated movie. Although, that being said, Sony really has the purview for those. But, like, there's no Hulk movies. I don't know. It's weird. My whole thing has always been make direct to DVD adaptations of your movies or of your comics. With with Marvel, it's a very ambitious thing where I'm just like, get a cast, keep that cast, mm-hmm. and then make those movies like make, but in linear order, right? And just keep releasing them, but like as a timeline where it's like if you're gonna make like Avengers, Daredevil, Spider Man, and like and a Wolverine movie, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the four movies you make. Going on. Nothing. I was just looking. I was looking at something over there, and it struck me as funny, and uh-huh. just move, move on. Well, if you make those four, <laughs> you put them in order uh-huh. of 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 continuity yeah. from the comics, and you adapt each of those things. And then the next wave, you put out another grouping sure. that would sell, but in order again, but not in the same. You know, not like that. That like phase one is this timeline, and then phase two goes right from that timeline into the next timeline. No, no, like it overlaps. So that you can, like, collect all these movies that all fit. And so they're all eventually going to be part of the same linear timeline. I also wonder, like, especially with a house and powers of X, again, going back to the parent company, whether or not they're like, we don't want to do animated anything that isn't for kids. Right. And I I think that's what Disney's whole thing is. It seems to be. Right? And I'm not saying, and that's just me thinking out loud here. Um... That they may just not want to commit to that because of, like, who their audience is. Right. Although they should know by now that their audience is, you know, adults. <laughs> it isn't, it isn't. Because it's like, kids still watch those movies. Oh, yeah, that's and true. And kids still are, like, you know, engaged with those movies. And there's still merchandise if you go to, like... A park it, when or you a could store. go to the parks or the stores or what have you, they're selling it to children. Oh yeah, like it, there's the little teeny tiny t-shirts I can't have. Right. Um. Yeah, but you know what they're not selling is like animated movies or or even like directed DVD movies. Like, well, the, now they have the it. merch is for the children. Right. And, but so is the streaming service because yeah. the streaming services like put that on their on their like little iPads or mm-hmm. whatever, and like they're, they just go to town and they can watch whatever. Yeah. And I'm guessing that now more than ever, maybe they're worried. That having something like that, which I don't know what the parental controls are like on that, because like they really wouldn't have to worry about that. Except for like Mando, I think there are no parental controls. I think it's just like if it's if you're if you have Disney X, if you have Disney Plus, it's all green, right? Except you got something like the Mandalorian, which really isn't for. Yeah, but like they're not gonna. But you never know what kids are gonna click on. You know what I mean? But then because they also edited all their movies, right? But I'm thinking like if you put on there a cartoon, yeah, that is. House or Powers of X. I mean, they're going to put in the Marvel Zombies cartoon. Well, then there you go. Then I don't know. Then I have no idea. Other than like, they just don't want to commit to telling stories that they might want to do live action. Right, right. Like, and I just, just see like, them doing like, that. Like, literally, they're just like, no, I don't want to do that. What if we do it? It's like, and you can't, what if everything? You can't be like, what, but what but if not, down the world we do that? Yeah, no. And I don't mean they're like, not gonna, the series. Exactly. <laughs> but they're not going to do House and Powers. But like, they're, they're like hoarders. They're like creative hoarders. Yes. Where, what's the matter? There's oh like yeah, a, look there's at like that. A glare from You're my in car. a noir film. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I could go shut that. Nah, it's fine. Uh, Dan V900 says, "Did either of you see the cover of Batman '93 come out? It's pretty tone deaf with Joker bloody in a theater after the Dark Knight Rises shooting." Yes, I did see that, and yes, I probably saw your comment on it. I don't think that that's a big deal. 
I, I, I couldn't care less. I didn't see it. It's just, it's a theater, Joker's in it, and he's been the Joker. Like, I, I think that, um, I think it's more like, the Joker is a monster, he'd do monstrous things. We, we don't need to worry about how monstrous the fictional characters that we're depicting might like parallel or cross over with real with real is life. Is it the one with him with the? Uh... Yeah, it's that one. Oh, see now, I I would now again like this is an interpretational thing because it is an art piece, and so like I'm gonna say like if you interpret it that way, that's on that, you. That's no, I'm not saying that's on you, but that's just your interpretation of yeah. it. Yeah, I would interpret this as because of the fact that the theater is so like like linked to the Batman mythos, like Batman going to see. A film, there's something maybe deeper there. He's got the Batman mask. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? it, it's like, not even a theater. It's like a metaphorical theater. Right, it's like, I, I, that's how, but that was just my, I, I just saw it now. You just saw my first interpretation of it. That's how I interpret it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Grey Initiate, what do you think is DC's Infinity War endgame story that could rival those movies in terms of depth and scope if they spend time building to it? I don't know. I wouldn't, I, I don't envy them. You know, based on the the current amount of like, rumors and hearsay that's coming out about the DC Cinematic Universe. Uh, I don't think they know either. I think they have no concept of it. Like, the rumor... Here's the latest. Is that not only is Michael Keaton Batman coming back, but he'll be like the Nick Fury of the multiverse, and he'll show up in, like, all the movies and be, like, guiding them towards an endgame. I was like, that's a horrible idea. Like, I, I hate that... Out of the gate. I don't even want, like, people, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Like, never has Batman ever been like that. Never would Burton's Batman do that. It doesn't work on any thematic or character level. Ergo, I don't want it. Like, but that, and, and that's just, these are, there's no, I, you know, no quote, no but, source. My brain is now like trying to anticipate like colleagues asking, not colleagues like in this universe, yeah. but in my regular job. Right. Like being like, wait. Yeah, try to explain that uh, shit. <laughs> you know, because yeah. Batman is Batman. Batman sells. I mean, didn't make a billion dollars last time he was in a movie. But, uh, you know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not going to guess <clears> because <throat> I, I, I nor think one of my guess is going to be wrong. Yeah, like, I, I don't have a pitch. Like, because the biggest thing, the end game of the DC Comics universe is a crisis. And I don't want, and a crisis is house cleaning. It's, it's, it's in continuity house cleaning as opposed to like a compelling story that needs to be told that is the culmination of a bunch of plot lines. And so I don't have one. And I'll ha I would have to think about it long and hard, like, but, I, but I don't have the time. But I, it, it's, a, it's a puzzler, Gray. Thank you. Uh, Tardis Man 85, Death in the Family, but he's eating Robin. Yeah, see, that's a cover. Oh, yeah! <laughs> uh, an elemental hero, Louise, says, I don't mean to get off track, but do you think the Three Jokers is going to have a new mainstay idea? Uh, no. I think that Three Jokers is going to be kind of like as relatively self-contained as possible. It's going to be like Doomsday Clock, where it's like, when does it take place? Yeah. Like, it, it doesn't matter? Okay. Well, I, who knows? I gotta say who knows. Right. Because, like, <clears throat> who... <laughs> Who can guess? One I don't know. One year from now, who knows what the DC universe is going to look like? Yeah. Do they even make monthly comics anymore? Like, so I, I can't even imagine. But it's fascinating. And, I, and I'm looking forward to Three Jokers. So let's jump into some more books. Uh, you read Strange Adventures. I read two things just really quickly. I want to jump over to something that's sure, less... Yeah. Um, wide, 
Well, yeah, I guess controversial. I don't know. Is Strange Adventures controversial? Nah. Okay. Um, Nobody's really, Just very about. quickly, um, I read Wind. Wind? I guess I say Wind. Oh, with a Y. Uh, I'm going to say Wind. Um, it's, it's probably Wind. If from, it's Witches, then it's Wind. From Boom Studios and James Tyne in the Fourth. Um, I grabbed it, obviously, because the Boom Studios, James Tyne in the Fourth book. I just wanted to check it out. Um, it's cute. It's nothing. If you think it's going to be anything like, and I knew it wasn't totally based on the um, summary I read of it. Yeah. Like, something is killing the children. You don't expect that whatsoever. Um, it is much more like aimed at a non-horror reading audience, mm -hmm. um, seemingly with a more like magic, like, not even seemingly with a more magical twist to it. But also, possibly with something maybe a little more politically charged as well, okay. weaved into it. Um, but it was it was fine. I might I, I don't know. I don't know because I'm in a I'm in a horror mood right now. <laughs> so this did not like this did not play into your yeah it didn't. So like I have to try to separate myself from that because it's like it was well written and you know like you do get like a 43 page book for your right. price of admission. Um, it just wasn't what I was looking for right now. Mm. Like, right now I want plunge and I want something that's killing the children and I just I read uh, Baby Teeth Volume One yes. and I just ordered myself. <clears throat> volume two and three which just came today that's what i'm looking forward to reading so like this was very much out of that the wheelhouse yeah, yeah. so like i, I kind of went into it kind of weird so i might give it another shot just to see how it goes um, but idea. again it may not be for you and that's okay you know yeah. but if you like tying in take a look at the little preview over on comiXology and, and, and see how you feel about that i agree um, I also just want to give a recommendation. Sure. As opposed to like a review. Sure. Because uh, in 2003, they made this book called Truth, Red, White, and Black. Uh, it was, I think, six issues from Robert Morales. It is free on Comixology, the entire series. You oh, got to cool. download each individual series, but okay. like, issue. But I'm going to throw it into the chat right now. Excellent. It's for free. Grab it. It's it's a free six issue, six issue miniseries that you can like casually toss out there. And make people go like, oh, what's that? And, you know, it'll make you look like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you, know, you know, oh, it's a niche book. And it's about, it's Captain America slant. It's it's neat. I like that. It makes you know what, you, like, what you're talking about. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, Tanner Matheson says, after reading Death Metal and loving it, I am very excited for Post Metal. What five books do you think are going to launch after the event is done, like JSA? Um, Justice League, Batman, Superman, Flash, Green Lantern. You know, I mean, the, the standard. If you want to get a really in-depth, unless you have, like, a list you want to come up with, uh, Elseworlds Exchange last week did a full episode where uh, we pitched 12 issues with new creative teams post-Death Metal, which you can check out and enjoy for, like, over an hour. What, what books would you like to see them? Do I want to see or do I think you're going to happen? Because I guess like, what do you think, think is going to happen because besides, like, like all right, that, let's Because, let's, let's put this in perspective, me going into Metal. I haven't read any... Of think about it no like I, nothing surrounding it like usually events like this i just kind of want to go into it yeah i'm just kind of read it and just see how it goes so like i'm not reading speculations i'm not reading the um potential solicits for the future right like, I, i'm just not i mean like obviously if like a like a creative who i follow on social media mentions something i'm gonna see it but i haven't really seen much obviously i've been kind of away yeah um but um I, from this i don't even know how i could guess yeah. Where anything... Or what they're going to, like, shine a light on or yeah. bring in. Probably JSA. I mean, what's, what I struggle with right now, I guess, is the fact that it's like, I don't even know what DC's 
publishing plan is going <laughs> no. forward. So like the idea of like what five books, I mean, I could definitely see them scaling down, but like I tell you one thing, Batman in some way, shape or form is going to be at least one of those five books. Right. Not two. Yeah. And Justice League, you can imagine. <laughs> right. It, it's like, it's like one of those things where it's like, I mean, like if you're talking about just titles, then like, I feel like they're not going to stop with certain titles like action or detective simply because of the fact that they recently celebrated their their centennials or, yeah, their or long, millennials yeah their long runs yeah like i would hope that they wouldn't but they could also just be like we'll put that on pause that's yeah. the same thing as canceling let's just pause my pitch again. was that it was just was pause it was cancel batman and superman and make action and detective the only batman and yeah superman like then that would be fine like you know that way people still get those fixes and by but canceling like, i mean like you know yeah. Like, well, like, oh, CBR and whatever games website bought Newsarama will we'll tweet about how, like, they canceled Batman! Like, click, 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 click! Yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. really cancel no, it. No, it's, it's just gonna be over there for it's, right We now. folded it into the What's funny rotation. about the action and detective thing is, like, action and detective have always allowed for other characters to really more seamlessly fit into there. And so mm -hmm. it's like, you get, for the price of one book, you potentially get the main guy you're there for, but also other characters thrown in there. That would be a cool idea. weird because it's not Batman's book. It's not Superman's book. No, they, they have. Have been, but like, but you know what I mean. You like, you could call. I mean, it is it action comics. No, it used to say action comics featuring Superman. Right, but it, like you know, you can get away with it because you're like technically. You know, well, technically, it doesn't say Superman anywhere near that title, so anybody could be in that. Um, that's what I would do afterwards. Like after yeah. we were done with the Batman Superman, like folding into it. Like when mm -hmm. we brought back Batman Superman, it's like action will be like action comics featuring. Or turn detective and action into like into DC's team up, like a Brave and the Bold type book. Right. I'm I'm gonna guess that like things like Odyssey and Dark were gonna be canceled. Yeah, I have every expectation that Odyssey Which, will be canceled, if not Dark. I I only I, I am saying the Dark thing possibly because if Tiny doesn't come back to it, like they may they might be like, what are we doing this for? Oh, right. What are we doing this? You for? know what they should do if they're gonna cancel Dark? What? Make it a black label. Well, yeah. <laughs> Just put it over there. Just let it, that would be like cool, but also like, you know, cons, John's already got a, he's, yeah, he's got a book over there already. He does. Yeah. It's great. It's a great book. It is. Um, anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I mean like maybe Wonder Woman, but we'll see because it's like, I don't know where that character is going to be at the end of this. No, but she will be front and center after this. So we'll see. Adam SOS says another Dr. Doom comic pop anytime soon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Doom's coming to back issues. Nice. Kyle Farrell. Thanks for making DoorDash and everything better. No problem. Hey, enjoy your DoorDash. Yeah, yeah. I literally couldn't, like, I was talking to Danielle today about um, Grubhub and Uber Eats, and I was like, and the other one. And the other one. And I was like, the hell's the other one? They made it alliterative for you to remember. I know, and I couldn't come up with it. Because the other one rhymes. Yeah. Grubhub. Grubhub and... Uber Eats, I don't know how I remember that. Because it's Uber, that's already been, like, kind of established ah, in your vernacular. That's Uber. Yeah. Uh, Anthony says love. Thank you, Anthony. Oh, thank you. And uh, Dini Dude Seven, have you read Invisibles by Grant Morrison? You covered it on uh, on a Hack and Splash page. No, I think you did. I did Nameless. Oh, that's right, you did Nameless. I think you reviewed it at least. Did I? Yeah. It's one. It's it's like a space horror. No, that's Nameless. Oh yeah, Invisibles. No. Okay. Okay, cool. I was like, oh my god, my memories are missing. Yeah, no, it's entirely. nameless. It's it, it's nameless. Okay. Yeah. No. No. Uh, and Elemental Hero Louise PSA Injustice Gods Among Us is free until 625. Check it out. Um, and I think we're almost ready to go with the next one. Grace and Red, considering all that's been happening, 
with 5G, Black Batman would have been perfect timing right now uh, and pretty powerful. Uh, it could have been temporary, but would have been awesome to see. Oh, I can guarantee it would have been temporary. Yeah. Um, but it does, you know, with fi- 5G, any any plans or expectations you have for 5G, you can throw those right out. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I, I think, yes, I'm with you there. Like, I totally get where you're coming from. Yeah. I think the power move here is the rumblings of Milestone. Yes. Yes. The fact that Milestone may actually be, it is, according to the news yeah. outlets, coming back. Yeah. Like, I think that's the power move because of, like, their, 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 like, where they've come from and, like, you know, what they were meant to stand for and, like, you know, them being brought back in and, like, having that kind of, like, power return yeah. back to them. Like, I, I, I think there's something to that and, like, hopefully DC can get, like, can get their crap together and get some of these books reprinted so that people can read the original runs. That's the most important thing. More easily. Like, that to me, I'm like, that's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. But I completely understand the idea of... Like, of, like, making Batman. Like, Batman Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black, but, yeah. like, the milestone thing, for, I don't know why. Like, I think that that's so cool. I think so, too. My only concern would be that they'll young animal vertigo it. Let's not do like, that. Let's fill it with lesser creators no, no, and then not, kill let's it. Let's not do that. Let's let's treat this for real, but like also get the original stories back out there. That's the mo- that's the thing to to aspire for. You know, it's like yeah. the, you get the Flash of like not the Flash character, but like you get the Flash in the pan. Like, whoa, new books. Yeah, and also the old books. And like here they are, and you can finally get your hands on them. Because yeah. I've definitely heard some people being like, I can't find this run. I can't, and I want to read it. Yeah, yeah. And like, it's like people who are like, I want to give you money. Yeah, I want to give you money and it. you have them digitally. What's wrong with you? Yeah. Dan V900, Keaton is an older Bruce in Batman Beyond movies. What I wanted to see, so it's cool if he's back, but I don't buy into the Nick Fury idea from the article. It seems like he's just replacing Affleck. Uh, whatever they want to do. I, I, I couldn't care less. You know, they want to make him Batman, they want to make him old Batman, they want to make him Nick Fury. I mean, knock yourselves out, do whatever you want to do. Pattinson still gets his trilogy, and it's palpable with he- with Keaton returning. It's full of the multiverse. We'll see if the writers can pull it off. I mean, if they want to do that. They're, you know, they're talking about Ezra Miller coming back, and I don't think that's happening unless they, like, do some major damage control. Because, like, he chokeslammed a teenage girl into the ground. Like, it's hard to walk that back, particularly if it's on camera. You know, yeah, it's hard for you to like do the press tour without somebody going like, "Hey, uh, so, uh, so, how much did she weigh?" You know, like, <laughs> and Saint Lucia says, uh, "What do you think of DCU Star- Stargirl? Not watching it." So I, I can't think of it. Oh, uh, not not for any reason. I just, you know, by the time the day's over, it's three in the morning. Yeah, that's been lately. What, what's up with that? I know. So let's jump into it. Any more uh, books? Oh yeah, just uh, before we get into the main event. No. By the way, yeah, you've seen this before, but like, yeah, but yeah, but that's not what I was thinking. That's of. not you were thinking. It was nameless. Nameless, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Strange Adventures number two came out. Um, I highly recommend going back and kind of flipping through <laughs> the first issue because it's it's been a minute. Yeah, it's been a minute. Um, don't forget that Adam Strange has been accused of, of murder, of murder and, and crimes against him and other such things. He asked Batman to investigate and Batman's like, we're too close. I'm friends with you. Yeah. Which I'm like, okay. Batman can't do it. Like he just, he can't separate himself yeah. with the, for this one. It's fine. Um, and so he asked Mr. Terrific to do it. And Mr. Terrific's like, mm. so like Mr. Terrific ends up like, it's basically mainly Mr. Terrific figuring out if he's going to take the case. <laughs> That's the whole issue. It is, but it's like really, like, it's kind of a day in the life. Right. Of, of Mr. Kind Terrific? Of, kind of. Yeah. Along with like flashbacks, flashbacks, always in quotes, um, to... Right. Ad- are they flashbacks? flashbacks? Are they waking nightmares? It's Tom King. We have no idea. Um, with, to Adam Strange being on, uh, was it Rand? 
Yeah. Is it Rand? Uh, Ran. Ran. Two N's. Are you talking about the planet? Yeah, and not, yeah. And not the man. Um, <laughs> and uh, his adventures there and like, essentially like how like when he gets back, the pics have kind of taken over everything and like how everybody's screwed and they have to go, they've been out in the rurals and they got to go find this tribe that they kind of like left out there to get them and their army to come and help them. So he takes his like future, his wife and like, um, not future wife, but his wife yeah. and they're supposed to go and her like jetpack gets messed up. And so she's not gonna be able to fly with him in the desert. So he has to leave her. Mm -hmm. He's like, she's like, you'll come back, you'll save me. And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> happening here. Right. Um, but then his jetpacks fail. But like, there's like, all these like really like cheesy, like wink, like 50s kind of moments between the two of them. And I'm like, this can't be real. Right. If it is, damn. Um, anyway, um, Mr. Terrific has his little... T-spheres. Yeah, his T-spheres. I was going to say his T-orbs, but T-spheres, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And like, they quiz him all day, every day. Oh, Mr. Terrific? Yeah, like he... Oh, like keeping his... It's like doing Rubik's Cubes? Yeah, but it's like all different types of things. Like, it's like math problems. It's facts. It's like, tell me about, like, Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. What's the plot? Like, these kinds of things. Okay. It's kind of cool. Like, in every moment of, like, everything he's doing. Like, he's doing, like, mundane things. He's still answering questions. He buys the book, Strange right. Adventures, so, like, so that he can read it and, like, get to know Adam a little bit more. Because he just kind of doesn't want to do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, he has his reasons. And, like, it's kind of um, topical right now. He's like, they're not going to want to listen to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and, like, he's like, did you pick me, Batman, because of what happened with my wife? And, like, Batman's like, no. And he's like, dude. <laughs> man, I, I know. I see you, man. Yeah. I see you. And he's just like, but, like, they love him. Right. And they're not going to want to hear what I find. Yeah. If I find something. Right, and they're going to be mad at me. Yeah. And, um, inevitably he finishes the book and, like, he's still, like, he's reading and being quizzed. Right. And I'm like... That's how smart he is. I can barely finish a sentence sometimes. Yeah, I can't like, read and listen to music at the same time. Yeah, like, it's <laughs> insane. I'm like, this guy is, it's incredible. Like, I love the way King is, like, displaying his intelligence without, like, shoving it in your face. Well, yes, he's showing, not telling. Yeah, well, he is answering these crazy questions, but, like, there's more to... <laughs> it's like Spock getting quizzed. How do you feel? How do you... I don't understand the question. <laughs> but like they're like they are like these like very like high thinking questions and like but there's more to that right, it it's, requires him to like have next like it, deeper it, not thinking only, yes not only can he answer the question he can do it whilst doing like walking around like buying things having conversations you know reading reading like he's able to do it yeah boxing um <laughs> like he's in a boxing like match and, <laughs> and he's, he's still, still being answering question okay um this is where, like, we do get Batman, who is, like, in the midst of a battle with Professor Pig. Yes. I don't think he got a chance to do that during the King run, so... So, he's getting... Like, he just punches him, basically. Yeah, I know. It, and, like, I love the way, like, that um, this is illustrated for yeah. us. Because um, where Mr. Terrific is, it's cold and snowy. And so, it's this gorgeous, like, difference in, in color. These, like, complementary colors of, like, Batman in what looks like a fiery inferno, like, beating Professor Pig... And then Mr. Terrific in this, like, icy blue cityscape. It's yeah. just really striking. Right. Like, the book is just a joy to look at. Yes. Um, to say nothing of... To uh, say nothing of, like, the... like the Doc Shaner's, like, fun yes. stuff, too. Yes, because Doc Shaner's, like, doing something completely different that yeah. is, like, makes... Like, is, like, really beautiful to look at. And while Jared's has this, like, really, like, visceral, gritty feel to his art, for some reason, Shaner's 
work with what's happening oh, it is makes what it, makes me uncomfortable. It makes it seem sinister. Yeah, or like, like there's something like there's something it's too underneath good. it. It's too yeah, cool. exactly. It's too sanitized. Um, it's just the book's really great. I, I uh, again. People are going to argue that this is yet another, like, you know... A sad guy with a woman, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, are there elements of that? Yes. But this is much more of a mystery. Right. Like, there was a mystery to Mr. Miracle, but, like, more than mystery... It's more like an esoteric mystery. Right. Yeah. It was a mystery that you were never going to get a solid <laughs> answer on. I'm like, you might actually get an answer here. Yeah, yeah. Like, so this is a very, like, different telling of some similar elements. Um, I, I just, I dig it. I dig it. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm not going to tell you if Mr. Terrific takes the job or not. Right. Except that he does, obviously, because you're seeing the panel right now. That was the end of the last issue. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's all set up. For, yeah. For the... But he yeah. takes it. Yeah. So, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Like, at first, I was like, is this really all the, the book's going to be? Right. But, like, I dig it. Like, yeah. there's just so much there. And, like, it's, it's interesting because, like, we're kind of getting seemingly two character studies yeah yeah in you're... one book and i mean we kind of got that the last time around with barda yeah but, but like, we're learning barda, about terrific we're really are also learning about terrific and and I, I i like that i like that light shined on that character yeah maybe um, he was like i have a mr terrific book too and they're like one thing at a time tom <laughs> let's see how let's see how let's see how adam works out yeah but like he's like i'll put them both together yeah exactly exactly um with like a batman chaser like because with well, Mr. Miracle, like, you got mention of other heroes, but you really didn't see them. They didn't them. show up, but, like, except it for made, Booster Gold. But it made sense, and, um, and Beetle. It made yeah. sense in the, the world context. and what was going on in that book. In this world, it makes sense to have other characters kind it's of... unmistakably in the DC universe. It is. There's no question about... Yeah, and so, like, that's really cool. Yeah. And uh, it is only on issue two, so if you missed the first one, you can still totally jump on, grab that one. You're gonna need it for yeah. context. You, you can't just jump in with issue two. You have to go back and grab the other one, so... Right. Uh, Neil and Bradley, Once in Future, Issue 8 comes out on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. Any Hill House books you recommend? Uh, I'm loving Plunge. And I, I know, and I still like Basketful of Heads. It kind of like, Plunge kind of like knocked that as my top book. I mm -hmm. really do like that. And I gotta get back into um, Dollhouse. Because I really liked where yeah. that was going. And um, I'm just a little behind. Plunge 4 comes out this Wednesday as well. Yeah. I couldn't, I, I have, I'm gonna get it digitally. Because um, the shop that we went to recently didn't get new books and so At I'm just all? literally never going to get a physical for... No, I'll go to Zap. They have it. For Plunge? Yeah. Oh. They had three. I'll have to go find it, but okay. yeah. Uh, Paul Baker, I lost any faith in DC's live-action movies, even being cohesive long ago. No one in charge cares about the material, not that they need to, but it's clear they don't have any semblance of a plan. I read a tweet that literally said, DC has a plan today. It came from a verified source of a person who spreads misinformation, so God only knows. But, like, I will say it's funny that you should say that in the same sentence as a person that I know who said DC has a plan. I don't believe that they... I think that now, because of the fandom experience and you getting, like, these kind of, like, Michael Keaton reports, I think DC does have a plan. But I, I think DC has not had one for a long time. I think that DC has a plan now, but the problem is I think DC is always ready to throw it away in favor of absolutely nothing at a moment's notice. That's the problem with DC, I think. To to use a, a cliche, throw the baby out with the bathwater. Exactly. Dan Wesley, appreciate what you folk do. We well, appreciate you, you, Dan. Thanks thank very you much. Thank you so much. Uh, Philip Croyce, 
Uh, any thoughts on DC graphic novels for kids and young, and young adults? Love and cash from Austria. Oh. Thank you so much. I actually downloaded, I didn't get a chance to look at them. I just kind of wanted to look at the previews because you can get a whole bunch of free previews in over in Comicsology. It's just a couple of pages just to kind of take a look um, at what they were doing just so that in case this question came up. And okay. then I didn't prepare anyway. <laughs> High fives for me. That's, that's like my MO right there. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but, yeah. I mean, I, I get their plan i promise you that that is part of it i get their plan I, I i i you know the ya industry is like a weirdly booming industry and seemingly it dwarfs the comic book industry yeah and so like for them like they want to get in there um the fact that they're still making these like graphic novel versions of them and not just novels says something as well where it's yeah. like they're trying to bridge mm -hmm. between the two it'll be interesting to see whose hands they get into yeah. And if they see a boost in sales from them. Right. But like in terms of like the content, like do I agree with like taking like a like a Hellblazer and making them a little like kids book? No. I know I feel like there's more appropriate characters. Yeah, to do that. If you but, want to get your money from that. Right, but I'm like I'm like, oh, but they like they want that Harry Potter money. Right. <laughs> Make use Starman then. <laughs> Since he's literally Harry Potter. Um Yeah. You know? No, it's it's there's money to be made. They should make it. The thing is, I don't think that they, like, I don't think that there's a crossover. I don't think that it's like, if we make a Batman young adult novel, novel gonna, we will sell Batman I comics. I don't think it's going to sell Batman they, comics. I think they're just going to be like, this is over here. And that's the way to go. And they might, maybe, and like, oh, who knows, but they might inevitably be like, and we'll make some cartoons about that. No doubt they will. I mean, we'll I just, think that that. If they do well, we'll make some cartoons. Yeah, I think that Gotham High book was a cartoon pitch originally um danv900 back says death metal is everything i expected it to be and that's not a good thing letter red lettering on black bubbles for the batman who laughs remains terrible yeah when that came up it really i was like oh no <laughs> he's doing it again it's really hard to read in digital uh yeah. comic bandwagon just want to send you guys some some scratch love thank you guys you. thanks for the content thank you comic bandwagon. thank you for the scratch yeah thanks for being on our bandwagon uh patrick lawson love and then a fun emoji hat yeah. Thank you. I love it too. Um, so let's jump into it, I guess, right? We're good. Yeah, it's time. We're we're here. The, the the time the time has come. Yes, for Dark Knight. It's time for the encore, oh, which is like funny to say because like it was, you know, metal before, but like this is really embracing the like metal music concept or like behind it in a oh, way. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't the encore be next? This is the show. This is the main event. Yeah, we just got to the main stage, baby. Yes. Here it comes. Yeah. Um. Dark Knight's Death Metal number one from Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Uh, so if if you have no idea, like if you're like reading it and you're like, what the hell? Like, why is the world like the? You have to read the last issue of Scott Snyder's Justice League run because that sets everything up. Did they? Okay, I didn't read the. Was there like a little page, a little summary page? No. No, instead, I just went into if the you, book. yeah, me too. Uh, but I remembered. I was like, oh yeah, that's right, because they do reference it. Like they show you that like. At the end, the heroes hold hands, sing Kumbaya, but this time, it doesn't work. And Perpetua wins, and then the heroes all die, and then they're resurrected on the moon, and they're wearing, like, I don't know, Kryptonian outfits, but they're not really Kryptonian, I mean, like, from the movie. And then, like, uh, they, they're like, there's a portal, and they're like, do you dare to go in? And then they go in, and now it's this. And so, we're in this, like wasteland of characters and 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 references and the idea here 
is that like the DCU has been changed, not unlike Battle World from Secret Wars, where like yeah, there's the, like a map, there's and, a like, map and realms. It's like it's like Battle World and also um, freaking oh, Old Man Logan. Thank you. <laughs> yes, uh, but there's a map and it tells you like what to expect. There's the Arkham Wastelands, the fall of Captain Adam. Uh, you know, probably Pym Falls, uh, Castle Bat, Themyscira, obviously. Uh, mega Megapocalypse and uh, the Hell Cafe. Cafe? That's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so the DCU is now this. And, uh, and, and the, the, the heroes are just kind of like stuck trying to make sense of it all. And they make a point of saying very early on, like, <clears throat> this is the DC universe. You don't don't think it's not. Don't think it's some sort of like other thing that we'll reveal later on. Nope. Nope. This is where it is right now. All of your favorite heroes are gone. Well, unless they made it, in which but case they're not they're your this. favorite hero. Like they're not the hero from the book you were reading. No, they were. Like uh, Wonder Woman, Batman. No, I I know, but I meant like they're like. I think Swamp Thing is. I I understand what you're saying. When I'm well, first of all, he was not. So thanks a lot, Scott, because yep. he was dead in the other book. Well, no, well, he he's wasn't not. not. I mean, like, he wasn't himself. Right. But, um, no, I'm just saying, like, but your story isn't going to be continuing oh, from no. here. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, they're no, not yeah. the character that was in that story. No. They are the same person. It's just, don't expect those beats to no. show up in here. There's no crossover with the rest of the books you're reading. No. Um, so, yeah, there. Wonder Woman, I guess, is an agent for the Dark Batman who have taken over the world. As... Yeah, they, they all, they, they all rule these things, and she's in charge of, like, this like Hades like realm. They're in hell. Yeah, I think it is actually Hades. They call it's it not hell. even like, but yeah, you know, you know, it's it's fitting for her in her Greek mythology. Yeah, no, well, apparently they turned Themyscira into hell itself. Yeah, and so Wonder Woman is kind of like the guardian steward of that place. Mm -hmm. She's but because she has access to like Themyscirian magic, she can like make secret weapons that she'll later use in the story. Um. And uh, the Batman have ordered her to melt down the invisible jet yeah. to make weaponry. And uh, so she does. Um, we find out Joker has not escaped uh, the, the, the wrath of the, of the, of the well, evil this, Batman. Yes. It's Joker. This yeah. is like, well, which one of three? <laughs> uh, if it's written by Jeff Johns, Snyder does not care. And so it's Joker. It's his Joker. And Joker did not die. And they're keeping him in a cell next to like Captain Cold and the Riddler and stuff. Yeah. Um, so we're setting up, like, the next bunch of Batman. And if you thought, like, oh, like, we're going to see those Batman from Dark Knight. These are new evil Batman. Yeah. Which includes, like, the Warren Ellis created Dinosaur Batman. Which uh, Warren Ellis is going to write a two-page backup in one of the stories. And uh, now, because of his controversy, will be excised from the book and never to be read again. Uh, but he pitched that idea where it was like, what if Batman uploaded his consciousness right before death into the robot dinosaur? Right, and I guess was angry about this. Because this is a Batman who has like some some ego and rage issues. Yes, yeah, he really doesn't want to take any guff For from Wonder Woman. For his tiny arms. Yeah, that's very true. Listen, if you're going to be a T-Rex, you have to take everything that comes along with it. And that means jokes about tiny arms. Uh, that's right. Although, uh, you know, when I first heard the idea of Batman being a, a dinosaur, I was like, well, I'm not eight, so I don't think that's awesome. But, like, the, pa the, the panel that depicts, like, the Batman inside his mouth, I was like, that's kind of a fun visual. Sure. And that's the thing. 
you really, if you are down for like fun visuals, this is a book that is made specifically for that. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, like, what's funny is like this dinosaur definitely helped me make the connection to Old Man Logan as well. Right. Venom dinosaur, Batman dinosaur, both T-Rexes. Mm -hmm. Both have distinct personalities. Um, but yeah, so anyway, there, all hell is broken loose. The world is now run by Perpetua slash the Batman who laughs slash other dark Batman. Wonder Woman is like working for them in as much as she is trying to save as many people as she can. So she's working with the enemy, but she's not really working for the enemy. She's secretly conspiring against him. That's the story. The story is that. Mm -hmm. and, they, and each person who is working, like in each one of our heroes, like Aquaman and what have you, all have a Batman who they have to answer to, essentially. Yes, like each of them is a, is a scribe. They've got Batman. a Batman. She's got, like, mage Batman. <laughs> yeah. The world I kind of want to see, because that really stokes the old D&D &D fires. Totally. Me. Although I am very interested to know more about this red Batman. <laughs> Whose, like, skin is his own cape. Yeah. Which is, like... Normally, I'd be like, oh, well, it's, like, a bat's wings. But when you like when he has a skin cape, that's where I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. It's It sweats. It's... Skin cake. It's like... <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, so, but... But then the black text with the red writing shows up. Like, oh, no, Batman who laughs. Which, again, if maybe in... I don't, we don't have a physical copy of it. Maybe in physical, it's better. In digital, it is a struggle, especially when you put it on a blue background. Oh because you're God. already dealing with the fact that red pushes and warm colors push and cool colors recede. Right? So the background already is like way back there, and then this red is just pushing and slapping you in the face. This is a little like a like a like a skin cape. Just slaps you right in the face. I will say that this is a little easier to read than the Batman Who Laughs miniseries. I actually had a harder time, but I think I read it on my phone. I'll do it. And that was a really, really bad decision. Yeah. Also, there's a couple of, like, almost meta moments. There's a lot of meta in this there's book. There's quite a bit of but meta. But there are a couple of moments that, like, really stand out. One is, there's a moment very early on in the story in which Batman tells a very long and boring history lesson that you didn't prior know, that you didn't know prior to this, mm -hmm. uh, that sets up what's going to happen later in the book. Sure. God damn it. Yep. Uh, but he sets up this thing, but he pays it off... Literally in the same issue. Yeah, which I was like, okay, cool. I was not like that, but I, you know, but I was like, I was like, okay, cool, because I didn't have to remember that there was a history lesson for like five issues. He like, likes to like, remind okay. you. If he, at least the thing about Snyder is, if he's gonna do that, yeah, he'll keep reminding you about it. So, right. it's not, so the burden of responsibility is on you to remember his history Sometimes lesson from the first issue. Can. That's true. But uh, but Batman's still around, the real Batman. Yes. And he's wearing a leather trench coat for no reason. Because uh, he looks dope. Because he looks dope. That's why. But I, he does look dope. Yeah. Uh, so Batman Who Laughs uh, is having, like, is holding court, and he's meeting up, no pun intended, and he's meeting up with, like, all the little, like, stewards and all their respective bats. By the way, the stewards are, like, interestingly selected, like, it's Harley. Yep. And Aquaman. Aquaman and Wonder Woman and Scott Free. Yep. And... And Superman. Well, no, no. That's what, and that's it. And that's it, I think. I thought there was someone else, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, Shazam. And Shazam, that's who it is. Well, they talk about what Shazam and... Well, they, they just tell you, like... They're, they're giving you little touchstones. Like, this is what Shazam's up to. Oh, this no, no, what, no. That's, not, that was, that's another world. To. Yeah. That's a different world that she just... That's a different... Not world. Sorry. Right. Multiverse that's that she... Right. So it is just those yeah. four. Um, but uh, because Batman Who Laughs was, I guess, taken in favor over Luther, because that's the idea. Luther was 
Perpetua's avatar. She, he was her, mm-hmm. like, like priest. And Batman Who Laughs convinces her to ditch him and take him instead. Was his was his entire argument? Come on. I think I think it had to be. <laughs> you know, like I'm so much more marketable than Lex Luthor. Come on. Uh, and Batman Who Laughs knows that because he says, "I know what you're saying. You again were so sick of you." Hi, Scott. Hi. You watch the show. Um. But yeah, no, he's absolutely breaking the fourth wall by reminding you, like, I know, I know, it's me, but like, obviously, right? Um, So he sets up things, and then Batman reaches out to Wonder Woman via telepathy through Jean, uh, reminding you that... No, it's not through Jean. He used the signal that Jean has, and he recreated his own version of what Jean did so he could talk to her. Thank you. And like, make it completely like off of their... Radar. Yes, exactly. But of course, Batman Laughs already anticipated it and used it. Uh, but it really it reminds you very in very very basic terms like what happened in the last one, while also touching upon imagery from a story that DC doesn't want to remember or deal with, which includes DC Rebirth and Doomsday Clock. Yeah. So you get the image of the Justice League going into that portal from the Justice League book, mm-hmm. while also having the visual. From the cover from Gary Frank of the Justice League reaching for a mysterious blue mm-hmm. hand from a portal. But also showing that that manipulation has like an inverse effect. I don't know. It's I think it's that there is like either it's either the dark or a different multiverse where it's like perpetuous hand instead. Yeah, yeah. But uh you know, keep it going. Let's <laughs> This is where we are. I mean, like, I don't want to go page by page over this stupid thing, but, like... Right. Essentially, it's, like, Wonder Woman... Batman and Laughs kind of gets the the feel that Wonder Woman's totally not in on, like, everything. Well, because he's talking... Batman's talking in her head, and so she's just, like... And she's not paying attention. He's like, hey... Are you... Are you talking to Batman in your head? Who are you talking to? Yeah. Because it's not me. Yeah. But then Batman shows me, it's me. I'm here, and, like, and then... I'm here, and I must be... I must be sweltering in this outfit. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's cold there. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It could be. It could be like a nice sixty degrees. He'd it be could cool. be. It could be fun. Yeah. Bit. But he shows up. He's wearing like um. He's wearing a spawn action. He's figure wearing costume. a cloak of invisibility. Essentially. I love the cloak of invisibility. I thought that was fun. Yeah, it's cool. It also argues to explain the the coat. It's like oh. It's... No, but he's wearing that over. Oh, that's I right. Think. He's got. It's like a. It's like a thing he's wearing. It's yeah, just, yeah. He's got it over it, and he's just like, hey, because like Diana's like, hey, are you like far away from here? He's like, yeah. No. no. No, I'm right here. Hi. I'm Batman. Hello. I'm a liar. And then he uses his history lesson of like how like there was like a revolutionary war fought where they are. Uh, and his dad told him about it. How it was like essentially like using guerrilla warfare. They were called the, the they used beats like their drums to scare the British, but they ended up calling them bats. So they're like <laughs> the dead bats. Yes. Whatever. So he uses the Black Lantern ring to resurrect them and start this big fight. Yes. Right? Between Where, batified other members of this. Exactly. Like. Like Bat Etrigan. And Bat Clayface. Or Batrigan and Bat Clayface and Bat Penguin and. Then. Bat Slick Man. Wow. That one's, that one's stretching. Um, Literally fart. Oh my god. So, uh, yeah. But, so then we also see that Jonah Hex is there and, like, he's like kind of in charge of like all these undead folk he's just mm-hmm. like here i'm gonna i gotta leave batman's gotta go yes take care of this jonah and jonah's like cool right on can do and then we check in with the main man who was funny because like i was like he better be in this if you're gonna do like a metal like you know music kind of thing you have to have lobo you better in have this metallica roadie character show up yeah and and lobo is there and he's actually has a mission 
Yes. Because he's, he's worked with Batman before. Yeah. In fact, he was part of the Justice League America yep. from DC Rebirth, so that yes. makes sense. Um, but yeah, he's part of a deep space mission. Yeah, and he has like an axe. And I was yeah. like, it's kind of, it's an axe, but right? it's not like a music axe. Oh, that's like, too bad. He should have something like that. Agreed. Um, so, so, Wonder yeah. Woman. Oh, uh, Swamp Thing is like... Swamp her, Thing is like hanging out with her. He's, he's like, like a, her major domo or something. She's He's like an advisor. And like basically... She, I think she's keeping him there to help keep him safe. And like the Batman laugh often uses him as like a way to get her to do things. Cause he's like, I could just burn the rest of the parliament of trees, which is already, which is already burned, but whatever. He didn't read that book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe what that means is that like Tynan, if, if comics had come out, it comes back. I don't know. Like maybe he's already spoiled what's going to happen. There's no way I don't know. he and Tynan are not in cahoots. I don't know, but like, I don't care. Fine, whatever. You get this really sweet image of like this perpetually burning em- Swamp Thing. Yeah, like he's like a Tinder bundle in yeah. Survivor Man of, of, of a Swamp Thing, basically. Yeah. And um, they also... Um, uh, they had a prisoner transfer. They had a prisoner transfer who they brought in, and like they are meant to be put directly into the pit. Like they're yeah, not supposed no... to go to the cage. They go down there, and no one's supposed to talk to them. Yep. And like Diana's like, yeah, I'm gonna go do that. I'm gonna go do that talk because she n- right. thinks she knows who it is. And like Swan thinks like, this is a bad idea. Right. That's all I'm gonna say. This is a bad idea. It's like he knows he's not gonna stop her, which is I think very fair. And I like that the fact that he is here, especially considering that they've been on a team together from Justice League Dark, even if they're not paying attention to what is currently happening. <laughs> At least they're t- paying attention cool. to the fact that they're teammates. Yeah, and so when she gets down there to the prisoner, it's Wally West. Right. And Wally is in his, like, Dr. Manhattanified current well, he's been, like, incarnation. Yeah, and like, and so then we kind of get, like, a, hey, here's what's happening. Right. A little rundown about, like, Wally's what... Like, here, here's what it is. Yeah, let me give you a full rundown about, like, like an info dump about what we can expect. And yeah. so, you know, he's like, you know, it all matters. There's, there was a big mantra they, they were talking about earlier about how death metal is going to be. They changed the ending apparently after they dropped five G and Dan uh, Dio. Uh, so that they were like, doesn't surprise me in the least. No, and like that's what I anticipated was going to happen. Yep. But like, this is all. It all matters, but in a different way than what Doomsday Clock said it all matters no yes very much so and that's what this uh that's what this double page splash is uh is, is all about yeah and that the idea is that like perpetuous people essentially would go and like create a multiverse by dying yes and like being almost like a spark for a multiverse and i guess it's so, like it, they all exist but right. like perpetua is different and she didn't do that and like she used chaotic energy instead so that like she could rule it and mm-hmm. then when her people found out about it they're like screw you you suck right and they put her behind the source wall yes and now she's not behind the source wall but the idea is that there's like chaotic energy yep. and this cha- oh they call it chaos magic sorry chaos magic and i was like okay but they also call it energy i think yeah, yeah. Crisis energy. Yeah, crisis energy. And it's connective energy. Connective and crisis energy. That's it. Sorry, not chaos energy. Yes. Um, it, chaos, magic, crisis energy. Yep. And connective energy. Right. And like, Dr. Manhattan had connective energy, even though in Doomsday Clock, he creates a multiverse by like doing one thing. Uh-huh. Um, but he does have the ability to create because he is like godlike like that. He can really do both. Mm-hmm. He really should be the avatar of both things. Mm-hmm. Um, and... She taps into this like crisis energy and 
Yeah. Yeah. And makes this. Right. But, like, she's also currently, like, just destroying multiverses because, like, I guess they're going to, like, just gather all the energy from that. And then she and the Batman and Laughs are going to remake everything. The multiverse or everything. All yeah. the multiverses. Yeah. And, like, right now, I guess the dark multiverse is powering or is helping out. And so, like, that's why she needed him. That's why she traded up. Yes. He was like, Luther. I'm willing to give you. The, all the energy from the Yeah, and so, like, I guess a bunch of the Amazons and Superman are all, like, on those antennas. Yes. Like, feeding things right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Because he says, you know, he provides the conduit to the dark multiverse where the greatest crises are always happening. Yeah. But, like, the idea is that, like... And, like, I've seen this before. Well, and, before. of course, like, the, the, the Dark Multiverse also exists only because of the fears and... Right, right. And, I, and I've seen this of... before in other, like, mythological stories where it's, like, you know, the idea that, like, things... Like, magic can only... Like, I'm totally going off of, like, what we're talking about right now. But, yeah. like, magic can only exist in, like, other stories I've seen where it exists because of those who believe in it. Right. You know what I mean? If you believe, it can happen. It's like, mm-hmm. Tinkerbell, you gotta clap. You know what I mean? <laughs> you gotta clap to bring her back. Yeah. And, like, that's part of what they're saying here is that, like... This all, like, it all works and, like, all that because, like, they remember the crises happening. Yes. And which is why we're dressed. Like, the reader is addressed. Directly. Directly. And, like, by Sergeant Rock being, like, you're part of this. Yes. Like, you're... You're in, you're, you're, you're belief you're in these belief, characters. You're a and you're a soldier in all of this and all, like... That's how the book opens, is Sergeant Rock's there, like, talking to you. Which was not a deep dive character, I thought, like, that I even thought he was going to pull out. But it's not even that deep a dive. But no, like, but, like, it's it was like, why did you pick him? But it's, like, because he's, like, rallying you. Yeah. It's yeah. like a Patton-esque speech. It is very except much Except it's revealed that he doesn't have a lower half. Right. <laughs> it's just a spine shooting up the back of, of uh, or the bottom of Sergeant Rock. Right. So, you know. Oh, so uh, Wonder Woman and uh, and Wally essentially concoct this idea because of course wonder woman rejects batman as a plan and his plan is to like run and hide he's like we gotta get as many people as we can and, and then, get out of here and then go away and, and go away and wonder woman's like no we have to go back in time and fix all of this she doesn't say that specifically but she's like we gotta put it all back to where it came like we gotta put it all back yeah her plan is basically we gotta fight back we gotta fix it yeah like so her plan essentially is to create an anti-crisis yeah. And then Batman Laughs shows up and he's like, nah, I'm the Batman who laughs. And then uh, Wonder Woman busts out, hey, 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 I'm well, on to you. Talk about, yeah, I'm on to you. And I bet I you know thought you, you could use the, the invisibility jet, metal. And I bet, like, you know, I bet Batman wanted to make a shield because I know him, but not you. You wanted to make, make a, a sword. sword and, like, blah, blah, blah. He's she, like, I know, I know all about you. And she's like, mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you it wasn't don't. a sword. Wasn't a sword, dumbass. Yeah, it was the the chainsaw of truth. See, I thought it was the lasso. It, the lasso is attached to the chainsaw. No, I think she just has the lasso there, and Mm-mm. she uses it to, like, cut him. No. Oh, you think it's a chainsaw? I know it's a chainsaw. Oh, well, she had the earlier chainsaw, so I thought she was Yeah, gonna, no, she was building the chainsaw. I thought she was going to take the lasso of truth and apply it to the chainsaw that you she can does. physically see. Yeah, yeah, no. The chainsaw you can see. Right. It's <laughs> not the chainsaw that you can't see. Yeah. So regardless, she kills she the Batman. She kills the Batman and laughs. Well, he's gonna come back. Right. I mean, like, on one hand, you kind of expect because he breaks the fourth wall and because he's oversaturated and because we got him in the first issue, it's like he checked the box. Listen, we can market him on part of the event. Yeah. But, like, let's kill him. Right. Because he does have another Batman and laughs-esque character coming out who's like a Robin-based villain. 
Right. So we don't need Batman Who Laughs if all you care about is visuals because I've got a new complicated looking villain for you. Uh, but anyway, so Batman, well, when Batman Who Laughs' plan is, is, is like his old plan where it's like kill everything, start all over again. But he dies. Wonder Woman kills him. And they're like, oh crap, he's dead. Yeah, quick, push the push the unhappy watchman button. Yeah, push the watchman button. The anti-watchman button. button. Yes. Which is subtext I don't want to get into right now, but like, yeah, push that. And that enacts Batman who last plan anyway. Yeah. Uh, and then It's It's the final wane. Yes. Oh. Final countdown. Right. Uh so then uh Batman re- re- retrieves, you know, Stumpy Sergeant Rock. Tells him stop. Stop talking. Monologuing. Yeah. We gotta get. We gotta get started. We gotta go. It's it's time. Yes. And so it's setting up the whole. Yeah. The whole event. Um. Yeah. So it's 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 here, and uh, and there's a lot to and there's a lot to unpack. On one hand, you have, uh, like. You have the sequel to Dark Knight's Metal, which is like, hey, look at this, like, crazy stuff that's only, like, that's about story, right? Story. Like, it's about story and about, like, the, the, the impact story has on yourself and your heroes. And also, look at these cool things. And, uh, and that's what this is. You know, it's like, hey, look at all this cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and uh, you know, only the things that Snyder wants you to, like, he doesn't give any, like, you know, the Grim Knight, for example, doesn't show up in Dark Knight's Metal, but he does show up in Batman Who Laughs' miniseries. Right. And because he was such a, like, prominent figure in that series, they were like, look at this character. Mm-hmm. Boom. Like, number one, he's going to be marketable. Number two, he's, he's a cool design, even though it's just Batman with, with guns on him. But also number three, like you, you want to know more and you want to see this, and we know it, so we're going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Dark Knight's Metal has a bunch of those moments in the first series where they're like, "Look at the flat, the, the Flash Batman and the Doomsday Batman and blah blah blah." With this, they're only going like, "Look at the characters you're already aware of. Like they're cool, but like we're doing it. You know, you you don't really get a really big, great image of Batman who laughs until he dies. So it's like, look at that, boom." Right. But the other Batman, the new Batman, don't yeah. get prominence. Which, They're just kind of there. All of the like emissary Batmans that we, we see that like seemingly like this mage one yes. seems to have like a big role in it is just a new creation. Yes. He went completely away from that. We do see like the Clayface and the Penguin. And, yeah, but we didn't and see those before. No, no, no. They're just in a fight. They're just in the background. Yeah. He didn't make like a Mr. Terrific Batman and then have him like be one of the characters. No. I think he's like, no, I'm going to go my own guys now. Right. Yeah, and I'm doing my own stuff. Yeah, and, my and own guys had nothing to do with other characters. Exactly. Um. Although I'm sure when Mage Batman takes off his mask, it'll turn out to be, you know, Dr. Fate or something. But... And his upside down back. And his upside down back. So but, like, but yeah, uh, but there's a lot of like, but it, my point is that like the visuals are there and it's cool looking while also not being um, like grotesque or like, you know, uh, you know, he's not like just like, oh, Greg, each page will be a cool moment. You right. know, like each page will just be yeah, story, cheesecake and cool story shit. story is told and like, you know, it follows the flow of like, you know, how Scott wants the panels laid out and all that. Mm-hmm. And like, obviously the two of them are working in tandem with one another. It's not, doesn't seem to be like, you know... This is how it's going to go. It's kind of more or less like a, you know, let's work together and, and, and tell this story. Yeah. Um, I'm like, so like, there's a part of me that's torn on this book because I'm like, 
as a summer blockbuster, admittedly, this is ridiculous and over the top and <laughs> yes. like, whatever, right? But this book now seemingly is leading the direction for the DC universe. And that's where like now I'm I'm judging it a little more harshly because I'm like, this is going to determine where the characters fall at the end. Well, and you know, for me, it actually, the, my judgment on it is not that extreme because I'm thinking, well, the DC universe will definitely not look anything like this. No, I'm sure it won't, but like, like in when this came about, they were going in a different direction with right. DC, and so the plan was to do that, and then this book had to dovetail into something new, something new, and so like that's where I'm like, I hope it all makes sense by the end. Yeah, because you have like seemingly, if you had to go like go back and change your ending, then the ending didn't like went into. Well, I guess 5G. Yes. Right? Well, and we know at least at least no one is not saying, they're all like no one's arguing that the the ending for 5G was probably going to be um that the old the, the our heroes take a back seat to the new heroes. Right. So, so like now they're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like what is like obviously, you know, maybe at some point it'll be revealed what was changed. Yeah. I'm sure we'll be able to figure it out. Or, you know, can guess. I'm, I'm sure, sure able to guess, you can I guess. Say. guess. If art was drawn, characters were decided, you yeah. know, we, we can do this. But, you know, it went from just being like, this is going to be fun. And like, you know, no matter how you feel about where 5G is going to go, like, you know, we'll have like this cool kind of like ridiculous over the top book right before that launches. And yes. now it's like, this is going to make big decisions. Right, right. Presumably. And the question, or not. Or they'll just be like, I don't care anymore. Yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. It's just, it's just fun. We're just having fun. Yeah. Who cares? And like, there is a fun component to it. But there is a sensation in there as well right now of like trying to explain certain things that like were started to be explained in other books. And maybe yeah. those books are taken in a different direction than this book is going to take it. That makes me feel like this is something that needs to not just be something fun and over the top. That something is like, okay, wait, I need to make sure I'm paying attention to where Snyder thinks things should go. Yes. And so like, I'm not saying it wasn't good and it wasn't fun. And like, like I honestly love the way Capullo draws a lot of things. There's something really cool about the way he depicts a very unfeeling Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like she's like dead inside. In oh, a when way. Batman Lass is like gloating around her. Just in general, throughout the entire book, she really like, at times, Wooly Mo, but most of it is just this very, like, cool... Stoic. Stoic individual who's, like, seen it all and is not showing her hand. Yes. And, like, that's cool. Like, there's just this undertone there. Like, it's not said out loud. I just really like that quite yeah. a bit. It, it's just cool-looking. Capullo does draw a very cool-looking um, Batman who laughs. Yeah, this everything is, of course, because he's like... Cool. Yeah, everything looks cool. Everything looks cool. And here's the thing. It's delivering on everything that was promised. You can't argue it isn't. No. No, and, and I honestly can't. I, like I said, like I think I'm just like now also like, okay. Well, and... And, and I'm not going to let that detract from the enjoyment of the fun. No. And the over-the-top. Yes. And the fact that Lobo is in it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it is fun, and there are a lot of cool things in this. Yeah. Um, my thing is, it's so... It doesn't even feel very big. Like, it, it has to be big because it's the only DC universe and mm -hmm. multiverses are being destroyed, but, like, at some point, you know, when you're destroying multiverses, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, remember when the world was under threat or, like, just the United States or maybe just a state or yeah. maybe, like, a base? You know, now it's like the, like... Not whole planets, whole realities are mm -hmm. being destroyed by the dozens. 
it's kind of hard to acclimate yourself in where I care and how it affects me and where I can place myself. You know, right. It's, it's too big. Um, but at the same time, the world you see that is like the stage for all this bigness looks so bland and uninteresting mm -hmm. that it's like not even fun. And I think that it's supposed to not be fun. Like it's cool, but you don't want to live there. Oh, I don't want to live. And there. I don't either. But I'll just, but at the same time, like the world seems to be like at a, like it's like the moon. Yeah. But there's also sometimes a convenient forest. Right. You know, but only when Batman needs to reveal himself. Sure. Well, you know, yeah. But like I mean, also there's no, hell and lava pits. I, no, I think that the the universe that they created is very much like, you know, like an old metal like album cover. You know what I mean? Where there is like this like emphasis on like like medieval kind of stuff. Right. And like they've really embraced that. And like you definitely see that. But like why? Like know, that's the other thing is that like why is cool. it that? Like, I don't know. Like who when when Perpetua's like okay I've got everything all set up I guess why is she like okay and then it's gonna look like this I, and, and I, only there are only jackets will be available I who think, have spikes on the shoulders. I think the Batman who last determined this. Right. He's like it's gonna be really cool. There's no bone in Bruce yeah. Wayne's body that thinks this looks cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. And here's the thing. I have been checking the chat out and literally every person who says it's a good book has been misinterpreting me saying that I'm not enjoying it. Right. I can have concerns and enjoy it. I don't understand why I can't have concerns but also enjoy it. Well, because I don't understand subtlety. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, no, I do. I like, can, it, like, I can... It has to be one or the other. No, you can't not... No, You either You're either all in or you think it sucks. No, I, I can enjoy it and have fun but also be like, okay, like... Here we go again like, is really the thing. For me, you know, I could, I, 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 uh, I think it's, I think it is cool looking, and I think that the story will be fun. Yeah. Um, my thing is the is the treatment of Doomsday Clock. Yeah. Ultimately, for me, it is that you set up what Doomsday Clock was. Doomsday Clock gave you an ending, which I don't want to spoil. No. And this book, I, and I know that like. I, I, we know what it's like to read comics. Mm -hmm. We know about the mental gymnastics that you perform to make something make sense or be emotionally satisfying. So, like, in order for you to like Dark Knight's Metal, you have to forgive the fact that this is a middle finger to Doomsday Clock. <laughs> and Snyder is aware of how successful Doomsday Clock was and right. how... You know, it did go out of its way to set things up. And there was a lot of people who wanted that to be the setup for the next generation. Or yeah. the, next, the next era for DC. And that's not what it's going to be. And so he is doing his damnedest as a writer and as a mover and shaker at DC to reconcile those two things. Like mm -hmm. the things that he wants to do and his own personal desires with this thing he doesn't want to acknowledge. And so... He's he's doing the best he can, and with your help of your mental gymnastics, it will work. Right. But I know that he doesn't like that. Right. And doesn't want to acknowledge that. Right, right. And I know that this whole thing is undermining what Doomsday Clock did. Sure. And like, as a reader of that book, and as an enjoyer of that book, and as a as a as a person who was excited for what that what meant, to overly complicate it with this mm -hmm. is to miss the point. 
and to undermine it entirely. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, that's what it does. It just sure. it hurts Doomsday Clock, right. and it hurts the direction it was supposed to go in. Uh, John's has no pull at DC anymore. Like, no, he is a freelance, he is, he is a glorified free freelancer in the comics world. Yes, he's a producer on the movies, and yes, he has his own company that they yeah. work, but like they license his company to make books. He wrote Three Jokers. If Snyder doesn't want to acknowledge Three Jokers, he ain't going to acknowledge Three Jokers. If the people that work at DC don't want to acknowledge anything Johns does, they're not going to. And that illustrates his level of involvement and influence over the comics mm -hmm. arm of DC. So for me, it's like it, it's just. It's something else. It's like it is. it's like oh that's oh I see what you're doing. Yeah, I don't want to do that. No, and then just doing this instead. Yeah, I gotta say too, like again, everybody, listen to me right now. We both said it was fun. Yes, it's fun. We're not saying it's not fun. Right, it's fun. Um, but um, I guess I'm. I don't think it's fair to creators to ask them to. Midstream, change your ending. Oh, that's, oh I, I, I honestly don't even think that they called Snyder and was like, "You got to change it." I think he was like, "Ooh," like think? I think I think he's okay. If I think that's he's, how it was, no, I, I think he saw it as an opportunity to was, do something. Then more. that's fine because that means that's the story he wanted to tell, as opposed to them being like, "Hey, Scott, you got to change this." Right. You got to change this right now. Yeah, you yeah. Get this the hell out of here. You and know I'm what so I mean? on board. Like because I, it's like that sucks because it's like you worked like even if you didn't want your book to end that way, right. Like, you work towards that, and then to have to, like, put the brakes on that. But if he made the decision, that's great. Yeah, no, I think that it's more like they were, like, worth... Because I don't think Scott had anything to do with 5G. Right. So, so for him, he's like, oh, cool, I, I'll, yeah. well, then I won't leave. Then that's great. Like, like, <laughs> if he made that decision to change it, that's awesome. Yeah. You know? Like, I think we're going to see a lot of cool visuals from here. I'm excited to, to see... Honestly, Lobo be a part of this. I'm, I was, I'm, I'm very happy about that. I think that's gonna be fun. Again, yeah. it's not because like I'm a, the world's biggest Lobo fan. It's not like I think it's gonna be narratively satisfying as like a reader of fiction. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like yeah, like in a book where the the Batman who laughs wore a knight's suit for no good reason other than hey, let's give you another reason to draw a cool variant cover or get an action figure out of him. Like, yeah, throw, throw Lobo in there. Yeah. I would love to see Lobo, like, kick ass and take names amongst these, like, characters I have no regard for. Well, it's it's just fun and ridiculous because of, like, Lobo's ability to, like, completely undercut a situation. Yes. Like, I just, like, right. Lobo really, yeah, he could... To that, like, I kind of honestly hope that the Batman Who Laughs isn't dead because I... I want Lobo to pants him? Yeah. I... <laughs> like... Or, or whatever? I don't know. I, I yeah, I'm... I don't think he'll be dead. I think he'll be what transformed. Was the kind of, what was the kind of character who, who may actually like per, hit on Perpetual? Right. Yeah. I like, and that sounds fun. Like, I think that's silly. Like, I think it's it's silly and it's fun, and I and I do honestly look forward to seeing um, how Scott is going to undo this. Right. Because he literally, it's like he painted himself into a corner as like the challenge at the beginning, where he's just like, "How am I going to fix this?" Right. And like, I I think he will fix it. Um. And, like, I always like seeing him and, and Scott, or, and, and Greg, <laughs> I always like seeing Scott and Greg work together. Because the two of them clearly really enjoy, like, each other's company. Yep. And, like, have a really good rhythm. Yeah. And that's awesome. They do. They do. I always expect it to, you know what it is? I love Scott and Greg together. And yet, I think that some of the best things they've done together were smaller. 
Like, oh yeah, and, I, and it's like they were given the opportunity to do like the biggest things ever, and it's like, and it does look cool. It, it's admittedly cool, mm-hmm. but like nothing tops the labyrinth in the Court of Owls. Like nothing tops the scene of the Joker coming out from under the bed at Commissioner Gordon's apartment. Like mm-hmm. just these these moments and these images that are like that are <laughs> speaking to the strengths that I know them to be. Like uh, Greg Capullo could draw, like you know. Perpetua and the Batman laughs like juggling universes, you know, while like bats are shredding metal or whatever, and skeletons are, you know, on fire. But like at the end of the day, nothing beats Spawn sitting on a big old gnarled chair. I guess like, <laughs> I don't know. I I like I I definitely really... nothing beats Batman sitting on sitting on a gargoyle. Well, it's true. It, it is an awesome looking image. But I really enjoyed a lot of the things that like, and again, maybe they were some of the smaller things. Like I really enjoyed uh, Greg's. Swamp thing, like right. that's a really it's an interesting interpretation, it's a cool and it works for that. Of it. And like, and like, I was like, that's really cool. I kind of liked Wonder Woman's armor. Yeah, she puts on her full regalia as she. Calls I love it. that. Yes, I also like the working stuff. Like, yeah, like her just like her just her just clanging away, doing the day to day. Yeah, yeah. Here, like it's just it's neat. You know. Yeah, I agree. And like they're just. I gotta give him this, like, you you get dropped into this world. He does give you that, like, here, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, he's doing the world building on some fronts in the way you're supposed to, where it's like, and here's one, like, and here's Aquaman and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like you kind of get a sensation of how it's going. And he doesn't over explain it. Like no. I think because he doesn't want to get stuck. No. Like, he wants to be able, it's, it's a, it's a anything goes kind of universe yeah. going right now. So he wants it to be able to like be grounded. Like, you know who you're dealing with, who are the players who, mm-hmm. and, and who, and they're like, this is Wonder Woman from however long. Mm-hmm. This is Batman from however long. This is yep. Superman. He's got long hair, but it's still him. Yeah. But anything can happen. Yeah. And no, so, you know, and he doesn't want to get pigeonholed. Like, he doesn't want to be like, Batman who laughs is like, has a chalkboard. And he's like, here's all the things and here's how it would work. And if you, you know, right. you know, if it's a Tuesday, you can't do this. You know, like, then well, what day is it then? What happens in station six? Where do I put my recycling out? Yeah, like, no. <laughs> no, um, I, I, I dig it. And like, that's just cool. And like, seeing the designs are really fun. Um, I like as silly as like the getting because we, we we joke about like Snyder always putting the history lesson in there. He can't help himself; it has to be in there. I like the payoff for this one. Yeah, but I, I, but I like I like that was just funny. It was a cool image, and it, and, I, and it's it, you know what that is. That's actually very much like indicative of what you should expect for the whole series. Like they, it's like um, I, I've told this story a bunch of times. I know the Kane's world will bitch about it, but like the uh, in. Dark Knight Strikes Again. Mm-hmm. Frank Miller did an interview about like his silly, horrible story. Mm-hmm. Where, uh, you know, it's three issues, they're prestige format, they're pretty short books, uh-huh. but he's like, he's telling you a whole thing about the universe. Yeah. And he's like, I don't care about Barry Allen's marriage. I just want to watch the Flash run fast. Yeah. Like, we have the full page dedicated to a thing you'll never see bring up, brought up again of, that adds another layer of history to freaking Gotham. And Gotham isn't even there anymore. And yet, Batman has a Black Lantern ring. Where the hell did he get a Black Lantern ring? And the fact is, who gives a shit? Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, like you're going to see callbacks to continuity. You're going to see references to the greater DC universe. You're going to see, like, a greatest hits album of, like, things that Snyder knows you like and things that he personally likes. Mm-hmm. And and it doesn't matter where they come from. No, I mean, he's done a, a good job of creating what seems like insurmountable odds right. that like these characters are going to have to figure out how to, you know, get beyond and, and defeat. And like, I am honestly interested in seeing how he does this. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Like I, mean, I said, like I know I said, it's like he painted himself into a corridor or like into a, like a corner. Essentially, mm-hmm. it it almost honestly I should have said that. It's like we turned on the laser grid in the hallway, yes. and Scott's gonna figure out how to get to the other side of it. Don't worry. Yes. Not one scorch mark. Like, right. <laughs> right. I I um I think that the thing that made me go like oh like. Anything goes. And also, like, I'm kind of excited to see where this is going now, was the killing of the Batman Who Laughs. Yeah. I don't believe it for a second. I don't either, but if he if he holds to it, bravo. Right. I mean, like, there was this other plan that has come forth. Yes. This ultimate Wayne. Yes. The final Wayne. The, final, the final Bruce Wayne. The final Bruce Wayne. Yes. I, I literally couldn't help it. Whatever that means. But do do. It's you know I'm not. But do 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 when yeah. the, when the door opens up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I I I think it's interesting, and I uh, and I'm I'm down. I'm just a little sad. Right, and like again, like I'm just like you're that, and like for me, I know people are like you're putting too much pressure on this first issue, and I'm like people are literally asking us what we think are good is going to come out of this after the first issue. And it's like there's I like, don't understand. What do you want? You want us right. to think ahead or don't think ahead? Right. Yeah. No, I just, I just want you to agree with me and like it. That's all I want you <laughs> I to have do. Fun. But don't don't like things too much Damn because it. then you're a sellout. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Ultimately. I think that if, I mean, here's the thing. If you're in, if, you, if you're a DC fan, you got to read this because yeah. you need to know. No, you do. Or you're gonna need to... if you don't like this, you're going to have to wait a while because this is it. And if you look at Snyder's whiteboard, there's a lot to go on. Um, I will say that uh, no matter what, whatever Tom King did will have no bearing on this. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, you know, if you're, if you're not, a, if you're, if, if you got one, if you got a dog in that race, you Sorry. Know, your money's on Snyder. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, I, I recommend it if you want to get in on it. And again, like, just think about that moment where Batman has a Black Lantern ring and resurrects a bunch of characters that weren't, that didn't exist until Snyder established them like four issues, four pages later. <laughs> so I think that's what you're going to get. And uh, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. And like, I think we're going to get a bunch of like random cameos. Oh, big Characters that's like, wait, what? Oh, the first page is Sergeant Rock. I know, that's what I was saying. So you're going to so, get a bunch of fun cameos. And you Plus, get to see them drawn by Capullo, which is cool. Sergeant Rock looks great drawn by Capullo. Yes. There's something like really like, and I say this, it's appropriate, but it's also like, and take this in the best way possible, because I do mean it the best way. It's very 90s. Oh, yeah. But like in a great way, in like the best parts of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like to see Andy Kubert draw Sergeant Rock oh. in this, please. You, need, you can't do Rock without a Kubert. Yeah, they should. I wonder if they've done a variant cover. Mm. That'd be cool. But it's cool that. But Capullo, if if ever a Kubert was not going to do it, then I, I I'm happy with with Capullo. Yeah. Doing it. Uh, there's a bunch of super chats I want to get to, uh, so we need to do that. Okay, let's uh, do it. But yeah, so let's jump into them. Uh, Kings Portkel says, uh, "I've been watching you since TV Little House, and then a bunch of lovey faces. Thank oh, you very much, thank Kings Portkel. I know so you have you. because you've had the same name since then." Uh, Rab L, hey guys, thanks for doing what you do. Thank Wanted you. to ask if there's any indie books you're looking forward to. Oh, yeah. Um, it's the same list, but it's like, it's something is killing the children once in future. I'm going to say Plunge is an indie book. I'm just putting yeah. it out there that it's definitely an indie book. That could easily come out from Image. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, um, not coming out right now, um, but Aftershock did a Donny Cates book called Davy Teeth. Uh, someone, some kind fan sent me the first volume, and so I was able to read through that literally in one sitting, and then I immediately went and ordered and the next two, which just arrived today, and I haven't had a chance to jump into them, but I really enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. It's like, oh, what, how do I describe it to you? 
I don't know. Oh, I don't remember. I got, it's like Rosemary's Baby. Oh, yeah, that's meets, right. And I put something else in there. Yeah. And I can't remember what. I don't remember. But I do remember it's the Rosemary's just, Baby line. Gone. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, V 900 Dear Justice League, Batman Adventures, and Superman Adventures are great for kids. The Adventures comics still hold up with being based on the shows. Yeah, those books are uh, are super uh, approachable for kids. Which is cool. Yeah, definitely pick them up. Which is funny, because it's like they're approaching it from that angle. They got the other... Like, they're just... Like, those are like... For me, I can imagine those being for like the comic book reader kids. Yes. Like either they're... Those, those are, are willing to pick up a book. Or their parents read comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe they'll pick up the other ones, but the other ones are definitely aimed at like the people who don't really read comics. True. I feel like. The Titan Zero. Am I the only one that noticed that Snyder's run from the first metal to, until now is very similar to Hickman's run from Fantastic Four to Secret Wars? After reading the first issue of Death Metal, I got serious Secret Wars issue two vibes. Yeah, it's... Uh, I mean... If you're talking about, like, decompressed storytelling that had, like, set up from two years ago that's now being paid off, then you're absolutely right. I mean, the Hickmanization of comics, after Secret Wars' success, they were like, everyone do that. And Snyder was no exception. He was right. absolutely, like, hit, bit by the bug. <laughs> and uh, and you can tell, like, he's been sowing the seeds forever. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I also can see where they're coming from in terms of, like, maybe similarities in terms of, like, you jump into a story where, like, the world's been recreated. Yes. With characters you know in totally different roles... Mm -hmm. So like, I kind of I can I can also see that similarity. Exactly. Uh, Nerd King One Hundred and One have a board meeting that I, so I can't make it. Just wanted oh. to say uh, hope things are going well. New Jersey's doing decent. We, we are, are doing decent. Yeah, we are doing decent. I'm like, look at us. Yeah, doing decent. Right. Uh, but thank you, man, and, uh, and good enjoy luck your with meeting. The board meeting. Yeah, Paul Baker. I guarantee that the only reason Snyder even mentioned Doomsday Clock in this book was so he can make a Doctor Manhattan Batman fart. <laughs> yeah, I. I uh, if there is a Dr. Manhattan Batman... That's what I think the final Wayne is. Yeah, he has, like, the thing. Uh, that sucks. But um, I know Bat Dr. Manhattan's in it, which, again, like, drives me crazy as a Doomsday Clock fan, where it's like, D John leaves. And well, maybe he just wants to get him out for good. Yeah. But, like, he's already out. Like, I, it, just make, it just feels like, oh, hey, by the way, no. Like, you know what I mean? Like, no, don't... Or maybe, maybe we're reading this, like... This version is setting up something that is like, you know, like maybe they're playing with the like, okay, we're going to give you this information. It turns out that's wrong. Right. You know what I mean? And like, maybe he is going to pay homage more to so to, to John. Yeah. Like moving forward. Like, or I John's, would hope. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, hey, here's this info. Yes. Okay. We got it slightly wrong. We learned this now. Oh my gosh. Maybe. Ron Caterasano says, Scott Snyder loves adding history to Gotham only for it to be a convenient plot to save Bruce's life. Yes. I think he's just saying, like, make sure you're studying school kids. Well, yeah. And, and you learn never know. metallurgy. Uh, Ilmorn says, I love Mostert uh, Unkillable... Oh, the Mostert Unkillable's art. Engaging and unique. Glad you like it. I don't, but I hear you. Uh, well, it's not... You weren't saying it was bad art. You just thought it was, I like... I thought it was weird. It was just maybe not the right art yeah. for that story. Yeah. It was fine. Okay. Like, I, I'm not going to argue with him. Uh, Delapa Fayami or Fayemi says, What the fuck's even happened with Wally West? I know it was supposed to, like, launch 5G, but I'm curious, especially with Manhattan Bruce. Yeah, the Wally West thing, well... At least with that, they are staying true to what they were setting up. But yes. Like, I think the idea was they were like, well, we like the idea. People accepted the Dr. Manhattan changing history thing. So since we can't use Dr. Manhattan every time, we'll use Dr. Manhattan powers with a character that we don't care about. Yeah, well, they seemingly said that he was touched by the connective. Is that correct? Yeah. Connective energy. Mm -hmm. Which I guess, if you think about it, 
does kind of make sense considering how tied to crises the Flash are yes. in general. All like the flashes. Right. The, the, I, I, flash? Flash. Flashes? Flashes. How do you say? Yeah. Yeah. Multi- that sounds so weird. Yeah. If you want multiple um, flashes. I'm just trying to make it like a, like, you know, like a sheep. You yeah. Know, it's just one word. Doesn't ah, matter. Yes. The Flash. The Flash. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, that like they would maybe have a connection also yes. to the other side. If someone was going to have it, why not them? Yeah. Why not? Uh, why not? Why not? Uh, Jaheen Alam says, uh, thoughts on Keaton replacing Affleck as Batman and taking on a Nick Fury role going forward? We did talk about it earlier, but I will say, I don't think he's going to do that. Uh, but I think, you know, if, as long as the premature reporting on this speculation does not cause Keaton's agents to demand more money and therefore cause Warner Brothers to terminate the already very premature deal that may or may not be in place, then I'm uh, all in favor of it. Uh, Kevin Myers says, hope Batman in the last day is dead. He won't. Love Snyder, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he won't, but like. I think there was like, you know what it is? It was just, there was an oversaturation of the character. And it's like, it's like when you, when there's like a song you like, <laughs> and you hear the song too much out of your control, right? Yes. Like if so, like someone you know is playing it too much or whatever, you hear it too much on Spotify. It's like, okay. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a, it still could be a good thing. Yeah. It's just, you've had too much of it. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would argue that, Scott, that, that Batman Laughs is a good thing. But I think some people really like it, and I'm just, like, I think uh, yeah. other people, like... No, it, it, for me, it doesn't, he does not hurt anything. Like, no. Batman Laughs is just a new character, he doesn't, he is in, in no way a violation, or, a, or an unmaking of anything, I don't have any problem with it. No. But there has been a lot of them. Uh, Joshy Lee helping us out in a big bad way. Thank you very Thank much, you Joshy. So much. We really appreciate it. And Daniel Prieto says, gonna come back later to watch, but want to draw some coffee money, comic books. Huzzah. <gasps> Thank you. Huzzah I'm, actually, you too, I'm low on coffee grounds, so that money is going right into that. That's gonna help out. Um, that right now. Somebody had a great uh, question about whether we're gonna do more Denny O'Neill books. Uh, yes, we will be doing uh, a Denny O'Neill book if I can find the damn thing. It's somewhere in the office, and I don't know where it went. So I, I may have to reorder it. I don't know. But well, it's gone. We'll find it. We'll spend a day. But it's a really, it's a, it's a great story, kinda. It's like, it's two fun, ridiculous stories. Um, but I, I, I'm down to do that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's jump into some recommendations for books that are coming out this week. We think you should pick up. Obviously, apropos of this, uh, Batman '93 is coming out from James Town and the Fourth with Gu- Guillaume March. Uh, Guillaume? Guillaume March. Uh, it's, it's the yeah. Looks cool. Yeah, it's, it's just, just more. The next is coming. The Joker War is coming. You know, we're just we're, yeah. we're getting our our way through this story. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps talking about how like how they feel bad for James Tynan and how he's like he's getting screwed because like he only, he's a fill-in writer. He is a fill-in, and he's a fill-in writer for like a plan that is no longer happening. So for me, it's like, well, then he's just the rep. He's the Batman writer now, right? And unless, especially if Joker War lands, like, but unless they're like, no, we're not going to like if they're just going to still give it to someone else. Like, I still would feel bad. Well, but the for writer him. that they were going to give it to was going to do the Black Batman, and so he's not going to be doing that. No, anymore, I know, so. but they might just put someone else there. And like this, I do still feel bad for him because you know he probably is enjoying the story and he wants to tell the story. Yeah, but like. This story had to end at a certain point in a certain way. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. This is another example where it's like being told like, oh, you can't do that. Oh, wait, never mind. Right. Like, so it's like, but I've already started this. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I hear what you're saying. But yeah. I think like if he, if Joker War is a fiery success, then why wouldn't they just keep him? Maybe. Well, hopefully it is. Right? Well, hopefully it's good. Yeah. Um, as far as like new books go, I know you have a couple. Oh, let's see, Die Number Eleven. Yes, Die Number Eleven. Die Number Eleven is coming at uh, Hellblazer Number Seven, Once in Future Number Eight, yep. Plunge Number Four, 
Yeah, it's a it's a great time to be a uh, to I, be an indie fan. I have so many things I'm going to have to read. Oh, oh no. Yeah. I like. I was like, oh, I didn't spend too too much this week. Yeah, but you will this week. Yeah, I even like double checked. I checked both days. The tr- the checking both days thing. I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. Yeah. I like on comicsology at least. I'm oh like, yeah. Okay, no. wait. Comicsology. Yeah, I get it because it's like how we're gonna do this now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like so. Uh, Christian Barraza. Says, yeah, DC, I don't know, Death Metal. No, tie-ins, extra no. Uh, I look forward to your coverage of the event, but me, I'm out. Have a good one. You too. Well, thank uh, you. Yeah, there's a lot of tie-ins. Well, not a lot. There's there's a number of tie-ins. Yeah. I know that, and, and if you look at Snyder's big board, uh, he tells you where they all fit in, and uh, yeah, I don't like them myself, and I will probably selectively pick them up. Sure. Uh, so we'll see, you yeah, know. We'll just make a commitment. I'll just pick up the ones you don't want to pick up. Right, exactly. And then but, we'll just go from there. Yeah. Um, I, You know, it's seemingly after this first issue, this doesn't seem like a type of event that's going to like divide no. people. It's just, I think some people are like in, out, and then there's a whole bunch of in between. I don't even like, think the people are out. I think it's more like they're either in or they're like, what? Well, I think there are some people who are like, I'm not, I, I don't care. Well, I mean, I'm obviously Christian's see, out. Yeah, but, but that's like, what I'm saying. Like, but, like, I feel like there's enough in between where it's, like, people are, like, I'm going to read it, I'll see where it goes. Yeah. Like, that that's good. I think that's good. Yeah. I, I will be giving this more of a benefit of the doubt because I can't not talk about it. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, But, uh, yeah. If I were a reader and I needed to save money, I'd be like, oh, good, time to drop out. <laughs> because I don't, because it's going to take up a big chunk of time and it would be this thing that you can check out later that'll be in a collective volume and, or and four. And you know it's not going to get canceled if someone, like, if, if you need to save some money right now, because I know a lot of people are in a position where it's like, comics are kind of a luxury. Yes. You know what I mean? And so, like, if you are someone like that, this event is not going to be canceled because you didn't buy yeah, it. Yeah, if you don't buy it, it's not going to um, be and, and And you shouldn't feel bad if this is, like, a, like anything, like, any comic you're reading right now. If you are struggling with it, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay right now. You have to take care of you. Yeah. Uh, Josh Wallabaugh, uh, back issues die with Tiffany, Ethan, and Ben. I I mean, I don't know if enough people would watch it, and I feel like... I, I, feel, I would like that to happen. I would love to live in that world. I, I, I love your like optimism, Ethan's Josh. I feel like Ethan's brain would crack in half. Yeah, maybe. Like, I think Ben would be like, okay. Okay, I'm in. I, I could live in this world. Right. You <laughs> know. Um, yeah, I would love to live in that world myself. The world where we could do die. On back issues, but uh, not yet. Uh, we need to be a much. We need to be much bigger. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you are going to be doing a back issues with Ethan and Ben. That's uh, very am. near and dear uh, to I, this audience. I am, uh, and I'm excited about it myself because I, I can't am, wait to cut it. I am too. I think there's going to be a lot of um, interpretation. Mm, yeah, I agree. It's like, how am I going to? What's the word? That's the word. Yeah, that's the word. <laughs> But uh, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. We're very lucky to have you. Uh, Flywheel Shyster, thank you so much for your thank support. Thank you, thank you, thank um, you. There is a, uh, a, a link that we pinned in the chat. If you want to keep this conversation going, if the show isn't over for you, join the Discord and keep the conversation rolling. It's over there. It's pinned to the top. Just click it and join it and mm-hmm. be part of the conversation. Uh, there's so much going on here. Uh, there's a Dan Abnett interview from Elseworlds Exchange that will be in the place of a live show tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you like our interviews please watch it. Even if you're like, I don't really watch them, but I want them to keep going. Watch it anyway, or at least play it. Because like, watch it. The, the, the episode is a lot of fun. Dan is a joy to have on the show and I'd like to keep doing it and I'd like to have Dan back. Um, but I want to keep doing more interviews with these creators and I want to bring that world to you because uh, if I were a kid I would, or, or a young comics reader or new, I would love to know more about this inside baseball and particularly about like how to 
write or weave story or hear, you know, great people who have written stories that I love uh, espouse about the things that they love. Because, like, if you like Aliens or Terminator or, you know, you know, Gardens of the Galaxy, you're going to really enjoy like Shadows of Mordor. Shadows of Mordor. We didn't really talk about Shadows of Mordor, but we did talk a little bit about it. Uh, but you're going to love this Dan Abnett interview, and it's a lot of fun. So it's coming out tomorrow. Watch it, please. And, uh, and if nothing else, watch it for Dan, because he might check in and check out the numbers. Oh, yeah. that's Well, they all do. Make him feel good. Now make him feel good. And, and then go watch all the other ones, particularly the Jim Zub interview is a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, Zub's a good guy. Good guy. Um, so yeah, uh, with that in mind, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us. And of course, uh, if you have, if you like video games, twitch.tv slash comic pop, follow, you don't have to subscribe, just follow and yeah. you'll get updates about when this young lady will be playing more video games. You're playing Last of Us Part 2. Yes. A very polarizing game. Yes. Um, but we're still, we're, I'm playing it through. I don't, I'm not, I'm not reading into all that. I just, I'm going to have my own experience and make my own calls on it and play the guitar. Yeah, you can play the guitar. I'm like bad your... at that. I'm bad at digital, like, you know, virtually, too. Right. <laughs> I'm just not musical. I, at all. Neither am I. No, you are. I can't play you an instrument and Ben. I think Ethan can sing. I don't know. You I, guys can sing. I, I can't I, even do that. I've never heard that. Ethan sing. I've seen him. I've heard him. He can play the harmonica. Wasn't he working on that? He, he can play the yeah, harmonica. No, yeah, no, I, I need... I know. It's just, like, it's just not for... I can't do it. I need a Groundhog Day. That'll teach me how to... Yeah, but again, at least you can sing. Yeah, uh, I, I can't, but <laughs> I appreciate can. the the vote of confidence. I've heard the two of like you and Ben. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much for having us, everybody. We'll see you guys next time with an all new episode. And uh, yeah, when you're out there and you're reading your comics, remember, you know, just because you don't like something doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't love it. We've certainly been told that a million times. Um, and know that just because we might be critical of something doesn't mean that we hate it. Uh, it doesn't. You know, we spent we spent too much time backpedaling and trying to ar explain I, our actions, and I was like, no, 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 I don't not like it. Yeah, that's it. That's really just what it is. I mean, like, I have my favorite things, and I still make fun of them. Exactly. I still yeah. do. Are you a Star Wars fan? You mean you tell me you've never made fun of it? I, I, I'm a fan of you. I make fun of you all the time. <laughs> that's fair. Can't argue with that. So long, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>